You're the joke, pal. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Phil's on Trial bonus content. I'm Gav. I'm Alex. I'm Joel. I'm Dave. And I'm Austin. And due to the popular reception of our Disney Plus lockdown challenge, and because we really dislike each other a great deal, we've decided to give ourselves another very similar challenge. So similar, in fact, it's the exact same challenge, but this time we're using Amazon in our, drumroll please, Amazon lockdown challenge. That's the wrong type of drumroll. (laughs) Anyway, what we've done here is each one of us has anonymously nominated a film for the other to review. It may be undiscovered gold, but who am I kidding? It's probably going to be shit. Hopefully, we're going to find out. Now, first up is going to be Austin. Now, he is going to talk through his film. He's going to go over some possible highlights or probable lowlights. He's then going to give his verdict, and then he's going to try and guess who nominated the film to him. But before we get started, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more lovely film-related content. So, Austin, without further hesitation, what was your film? My film, I feel as though I've been uh, blessed by the, uh, the the look of the Irish. The gods themselves have shined upon me. And uh, and in following on from uh, from Sean Connery's little leprechaun dance, <laughs> I got um, Leprechaun 5. <laughs> oh. Leprechaun in the hood. Oh, and, yes. uh, <laughs> and you know what? I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> it was it was this is definitely one of those films that is so shit it's good it's brilliant I mean it's you know it's star-studded you've got Warwick Davis you've got Ike's T I can't think of any of the others wow. as stars at all but it felt like there were a lot Bond of people nerds, it? yeah it felt like there were a lot of people shooting way way lower than the, you know really scraping the barrel for a paycheck and uh, and it didn't it didn't try at all to be anything other than than hilarious <laughs> when, when, so, uh, when was it made? Is this when Ice T was actually big? I, well, I don't know. It's in two thousand. It was so. the early two thousands. Yeah. I mean, it, it felt like the early. It, I mean, it felt like the year two thousand. It was that time when, if you needed a little person, then Warwick Davis played all. It was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was absolutely brilliant. I mean, the, the summary is basically everyone's favorite bloodthirsty Irish gnome invades the world of hip hop. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> Great. And honestly, it's absolutely Louis brilliant Walsh to everything. Hip hop now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? It was absolutely, it was absolutely dire. I watched it today, um, but it was also brilliant. Like it just it starts off with Ice T and and some and his mate, and they're in full on pump out pimp outfits, uh, <laughs> raiding like this this cave or like somewhere. I, I wasn't paying attention at the very start, but they're raiding a cave, <laughs> and he and then he finds a like a pot of gold. Raids the gold, and then genuinely everything that Warwick Davis says, everything that the Leprechaun says, is in rhyming and couplets, and it is great. It was like this one line is something like "Lep in the hood, lep in the hood, up to no good." Uh, it's just absolutely awful, but but fantastic. Then later on, the oh yeah, that's it. So then, so you steal the gold. The leprechauns after them to come and kill everyone who takes this gold. Um, but but. Um, Somebody robbed the, the leprechaun's flute, and this flute is like mind control flute. So, uh, so Ice T becomes this huge rap star, um, 
And uh, yeah, yeah. So we, and he's got this, uh, and, and for some reason I didn't quite catch why, but something turns the leprechaun into stone. So he's got this leprechaun statue in his like in his big office, and he's a full on gangster. And then eventually this wannabe uh, it's rap a, it's star, a Netflix, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a Netflix over him. Why, why are, are none of us surprised that you've seen this film already? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, someone's just given away who gave me the film, let's be honest. <laughs> he throws a necklace over the leprechaun which turns into stone. Come on, Austin. Yeah, and you know what? It was it's just outrageous. It's full on outrageous the entire the entire film. It's it's great. I think it's well worth a watch. This is something you could easily watch with a couple of pints just having a laugh at, at what's going it's on. It's easily the right word, to I think uh, you know what actually actually easily yeah yeah it's not um I mean uh, yeah easily I, I watched it sort of quite only an hour and a half it was um it's it's just about long enough uh to be classed as a film and just about short enough to uh to not be not be annoying I think any longer and I'd have been pissed off by a long way <laughs> but uh, I, I'm going to like I'd quite like to give it a relatively high score I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 oh my wow. god wow yeah, I think I, I think I got off very lightly here because and I thought I, I thought I'd been given an absolute shitter to be absolutely honest just just from the title alone and uh, yeah. yeah I'm, 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 I'm sure the person fine. I'm sure the person who gave it you thought they were giving you a shitter as well yeah, yeah I imagine so <laughs> I don't think they expected you to like Leprechaun 5 in Hood <laughs> 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 I, I, you know, I just thought I figured it was going to be. I think I figured it was going to be absolute shit, but I wasn't prepared for it to have so much in the way of like great one-liners and you know just like rhyming one-liners. This there's one. I'll take it from you, homie. You'll see, because you know the leprechaun is the real OG. <laughs> absolutely brilliant. And then there's another great one. A friend with weed is a friend indeed, but a friend with gold is the best. I'm told, and it's just. <laughs> I tell you, I mean like. It's awful, but brilliant. There was one other one, I can't quite remember what it was. It was something about um, having loads of glittering goods. I've got more gold than Tiger Woods or something like that. And it's just absolute shite, but also hilarious. Like I found myself laughing out loud on my own, so no one else in the house would watch it with me. Um, so, yeah. so, uh, so what I, did... Uh, although you've given it seven out of ten, I, I might suspect <laughs> that the average cinema goer might agree. Do, do you know what it? The average uh, Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes is uh, thirty percent, and it's uh, like two out of ten or something. Like we've MVP. reviewed worse films to be to be perfectly honest. Thirty out of hundreds on Rotten Tomatoes is pretty decent, I reckon. I yeah. mean, for, it's, it's not pretty it's, decent. It's still yeah. shit. <laughs> For the fifth in the Leprechaun franchise, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's pretty good. It's got, got 3.7 out of uh, out of 10 on uh, IMDb. That's not terrible, so. is it? Yeah, once again, I think that's all, all right, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> like, I, I think uh, around like the, the 90s, the thing to do in horror was if you've run out of ideas, just set the next installment in space. And they did that with Leprechaun <laughs> 4. Right? So it was like, where do you go? Where's the next logical step? Once you've conquered Wait, space, where'd you go? Number was five. Leprechaun 4 in space? Yeah, Leprechaun yeah, 4 yeah, was yeah. in space. Yeah. Leprechaun 5 was in the hood. <laughs> My God! So, Austin, who do you reckon nominated this film for you? I feel like it was probably you. Um, you're the only one who seems to know a hell of a lot about Leprechaun Five. <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I wasn't gonna guess you originally, but now I'm gonna guess you, Gav. All right. Okay. Well, um, all I'm gonna say is uh, it is 
but got one of probably the best raps in cinema at the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, right. Well, thank you very much for that, Austin. Uh, next up, Alex. Tell us a little bit yeah. about your film. Right, well, um, my film is called... In fact, I know this is breaking our thing, but I'm going to say the name of the film and I'm going to say who I think got it, who picked it for me, because I think you'll all be able to guess. My film my film was called Blood Orgy at Beaver Lake. <laughs> so, I mean, Joel, I, that's what I'm guessing, do you know what I mean? I'm just going straight for Joel on this one. Blood Orgy at Beaver Lake. And it just came up, and I was just like, that's Joel, you know. So I'd be, I'd be so shocked if, if it isn't. Um, <laughs> if uh, it's by Troma... I'm sure Gav knows this film as well, probably. Um, and it's the worst trauma film I've ever seen. It's the worst trauma film. Let that sink in for a second, because I've seen Poultry Guys. This is this is worse. Um, like rather than sort of giving it like an actual opinion or, or sort of commenting in it, I, I'm just going to say what actually happens in the film because I feel like that's enough to be honest. These are just a few points that I, I jotted down uh, as I was watching it. Basically, it starts off with a drug that's called Sextasy 69. <laughs> <laughs> the, a lab man is being asked to create by some evil drug lord. He he administers it to a monkey. By the way, sorry, just a quick disclaimer, this is going to get really real, so if you, if you, <laughs> you don't want to hear some pretty graphic stuff, like tune out now. The monkey fucks, fucks the lab assistant in his face and comes in his mouth and it comes out and it trips out. Oh. Then after having to drink, just let me finish, man. After having to drink the drug, <laughs> the scientist then eats his lab assistant. Oh, what? Uh, after after his lab assistant they're both shot there's then an incredibly detailed really long <laughs> three-minute news story about chicken rape <laughs> that has nothing to do with the rest of it that has like things like uh i don't know like i, I can't cluck and believe it as some of the <laughs> dialogue in it um there's uh, there's a whole seat section with uh, someone farting in a car then there's testicles out in a car then there's an animated sequence where and i had to write this down to remember it an animated sequence where a man f***s a duck that has a female body, then marries the duck, and then catches the duck having sex with a beaver. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know. Uh, there's a man, there's a character in it who's got brown thumbs because he always puts them off his ass, and his name is Oh my god. A where a, bar a barrel goes into a lake full of this terrible drug that's going to kill everyone. A barrel goes into the lake because the driver's <laughs> busy giggling each other's tits. There's a Benny Hill chase dance sequence... Uh, there's a spill. There's a bit where someone gets a top, a beer spilt on a top, and she is a topless shower scene with the peeping Tom, where he gets his <laughs> and that lasts for an entire minute. And I mean, and that's a really long time, right? <laughs> then there's a bit where these brothers, these evil brothers, make moonshine, and this is where things start getting actually quite graphic. After this point, I'll say. Uh, there's a bit where where this beaver puppet erection, the joggers decide to go topless just two women are jogging around to go topless for no reason uh there's a, a character who's a mum who for the chicken leg and we get to see her mutated there's a topless bathing uh with the ends with a woman and the brothers then have her head and the stump there's a bit with a on a drill there's a bit where someone gets a bit ripped off uh, i'm nearly finished there's a driving oh sex scene uh, there's a and the film ends where a mutated beaver saves the day by spunking on all of the infected people, and it spunk <laughs> is highly acidic. And then the beaver then smokes a joint as music plays out the film. 
Oh, amazing. <laughs> What's that, the soundtrack like? <laughs> that is the basic. There's more, but that is what I watch for this. That is what Joel, I'm guessing. I'm, I'm pretty much 99% sure that is what Joel picked for me. So <laughs> I'm not, you know. It gets 5.3 on IMDb. 5.3. No, yeah, 5.3 on IMDb. I'm guessing just because Troma fans have just boosted it up so much, but I'm not even going to class this as a film, so I'm not going to give it a verdict. It was beyond the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this is the theme tune, by the way. From the theme tune alone, this is getting a five army, at least a five. Oh, yeah. Listen to this. Yeah, you could... Honestly, there's... Um, yeah, there's a bit. It's about uh, people getting the dicks out, even in the song. I, I honestly, I don't get trauma whatsoever. I just don't get it. I d- like the point of it is to be shit, and I don't get that because it's like. But no, it's ah oh, man. Um, it's only an hour and eleven minutes, but it's amazing how slow that time can pass <laughs> <laughs> when, you're, when you're watching a trauma film. And uh, yeah, I think the, the thing that really came through to me, it's like a carry-on film, but without any of the wit. That's how it feels, basically. So <laughs> that's 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 what I watched. Um, Do you know what? I, I, I'm surprised. I'd be surprised if anyone's got a shiter film than that. I'm surprised how many uh, how many reviews there are for this film on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it is quite. It's kind of like because Troma's quite. Um, well, Gav, you know Troma, don't you? It's quite. A, it's got got quite a big following, hasn't it? Yourself yes, included. Yeah, <laughs> myself included. Yeah, I, I I don't know if I would like that film though. Um, uh, yeah, it's 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 an odd one because uh, they were very popular in the eighties. Mm. Pretty much for that, they were just making very like gory, shocky films. And as the years have gone on, I think they've tried to double down on those factors, and you know the results have been not as good. Uh, it's but, all uh, a bit. It's all a bit like tits and jogging and bouncy and and all of that. And it's like yeah. oh, it's weird. It's even it in the bit thing. where. There isn't like a bee for getting a, a an erection. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, um, so we, we, you don't have to say who you reckon nominated it because ninety nine point nine was it percent? You know, I like. I, I'm going to say one hundred percent. I'm going to say one hundred percent. Like I, <laughs> blood orgy beaver. Like I, I just don't see how anyone else. Could that. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, well, thank you very much, Alex. Um, next up, Dave. Let's tell us a little bit about your film, please. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was given from the twisted mind of Eli Roth, who brought us Hostel and The Green Inferno, the house with a clock in its walls. Which is a essentially a horror film, right. a horror film for kids that came out uh, a couple of years ago. Now, I actually I've already seen it. I went to see it in the cinema for a mate's birthday. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen it. I quite like that film. I, I can't believe you got that and I got mine. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel almost guilty going straight after you. Man, you know film, don't worry. It's, it's not that bad. It's it's not a great film. But it's not a bad film. But it doesn't have beaver erections in it. It doesn't. It really doesn't. <laughs> I, I don't know quite how I'm going to follow that, to be honest with you. Yeah, there's, not, there's not a great deal to say about the house of clock in the, uh, the clock in its walls. It's um, a good, family-friendly action horror 
film. It's in the horror genre, but it's not actually that scary. It's designed for kids. Um, you got a solid cast in there. You got Jack Black, who, you know, is he, not going to win any awards anytime soon, but he's dependable. He's good at what he does. You got Kate Blanchett, who, you know what? Fair play to the cast and director. He got Kate Blanchett, and that elevates this film to another level. Kyle McLachlan, if anyone remembers him. Yeah, oh, yeah that, that, yep. that Kyle McLachlan. <laughs> Uh, yeah. he's, he's the film's bad guy and you know what the kid in it I forget the kid's name but you know what he wasn't bad it's it's all in all not that bad a film it's not a good film I think with the source material they had available and I've not read the books myself but this is what uh, critics have said they said with the source material that they had it was a bit of a weak script it did quite well at the box office but it really could have hit a home run and it could have got itself a little franchise in the works here if it had just been a bit stronger on the script side if they'd been a bit better at adapting the original source material which apparently is is not well known but well revered by those who do know it so uh all in all yeah uh, do, you want to, do you want to hear what the film got online what its ratings were yeah yeah yeah, yeah let's see what let's see what it got i did have this <laughs> okay <laughs> IMDb gave it 6 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 66%. And uh, on Amazon Prime, uh, they give it 4.3 out of 5. All in all, oh, wow. yeah, reasonable scores. Fair enough. You know, it's uh, it was never set to, to win any awards or to break any barriers or anything like that. This is a solid entry. And you know what? Whoever gave me this was very kind, was very gentle with me on this one. And uh, speaking of who I think gave it to me, there's someone in this group who said the scariest thing they've ever seen is Hocus Pocus. <laughs> and, <I> think, <laughs> and, and that person is a gentle soul who's not really a big fan of horror films i think this is the kind work of mr austin ray who's given me not a great not a great 21st century horror film but not that bad a one either when you think of what's on prime just rewind a couple of minutes what I'm saying. <laughs> this, is, this is the work of a modern gentleman so i think ozzy i think this is a this is you that nominated this one for me do you, but do you know what it sounds like, to be honest, Steve? It sounds like the work of a slapdash person <laughs> who literally didn't take the time to review shit films on Amazon <laughs> and just plucked one out at random. And that is definitely... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so moving on to me. And uh, sorry, uh, we had a brief moment of uh, kind of quality, but now we're really going to sink back down to the dregs of Amazon here as I was nominated <laughs> a film called Zombiesaurus. Uh, and yeah, as you can imagine, it's about a zombie dinosaur. Uh, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to do something similar to Alex. I'm going to read through all of the story because I, I feel like everybody needs to see it, but they probably won't see it. So this is the only way they're going to, they're going to find out. Uh, okay. So it's, it's, it, it, it looks like it's been made for about 500 quid. Uh, and that's being generous. Like most of the actors uh, don't look like they've ever acted in anything before and they're doing it as a favor. Uh, it looks like a lot of the dialogue is just kind of thought up on the spot. All of the backgrounds, every single one of them, no matter where they are, is CGI'd. Uh, even, you know, when it's just in a plain room, it's like a CGI background. I'm like, could you find just a plain room just somewhere? Uh, right, so it starts off with an exchange of some sort where one man is buying a load of glowing green chemicals from some shady sorts. The deal goes wrong, so the man unleashes his pet dinosaur onto the others. The dinosaur is essentially one of those you know, T-Rex fancy dress outfits that you get. <laughs> you, know, where you see people doing like, uh, like the, the London Marathon in like a T-Rex outfit. It's essentially that. It looks hilarious. But fair play, at least it wasn't CGI. Um, then, like, 
Uh, so I didn't understand what was going on. And then it says, fast forward a year, and it's revealed that that man is actually a scientist and probably the most unconvincing scientist of all time. He's built like a brick shit house. He, he's got a skinhead, a beard, and two cauliflower ears, like two of the worst cauliflower ears I've ever seen. So, like, the costume department was probably shit itself. Like, how are we going to make this man look like a scientist? I know. We'll put a bow tie on him. Like, and that's it. It's just, his dialogue is so unconvincing. He injects dead animals with the fluorescent green liquids uh, that reanimates their brain activity. Essentially, it's like a shit, or as Joel would probably say, shit uh, reanimator. Uh, anyway, he gets fired <laughs> from the university, and then he gets run over, and he's like, everybody's going to pay for this. Then, like, I just honestly, it's just like about seven different films. Uh, then there's footage of an asteroid with some text about like an, an impending event that never comes back into it at all. Then there's footage of five meatheads in a car, and the following text appears like so a black screen, and this text comes up. Five commandos are sent into an underground scientific bunker, which has been overrun by a mad scientist. Of those five, only two survived. Of those two, one has told this story and then the title zombie zombie stories appears that's like four different intros to like four different <laughs> films four different really <laughs> shit films then like then, so you got these commandos who are heading this that's what i'm thinking like oh the film's going to be like a shit version of predator but then the commandos pass a car with like four high school teens in who were like massive stereotypes you know one's a, a football idiot one's a pothead there's two girls one of them's dumb and blonde the other one's like nerdy but a bit sullen then their car all in, the same, all in the same car all in the same car yeah of all, <laughs> yeah can you imagine you can't write this stuff but somebody did <laughs> uh, so their car breaks down and anyway they get walking and then they end up in the same underground bunker as the commandos were going then you find the mad scientist from the beginning of the film. He's now dressed like if Bane from Batman was in Mad Max. You know, and he's tr trying to enact some sort of evil plan. We don't know what it is yet. He locks all the doors and he releases a green gas into the rooms, which turns one of the commandos into a zombie for no reason. Then the kids bump into the soldiers and then all of them are trying to find their way out. Uh, then the dinosaur is unleashed. That's obviously a zombie as well. Uh, and so the first time it, it comes out, it appears the biggest the so, uh, soldier of the lot, the leader, he just says, "Don't worry about this, I'll handle it." And he just goes up and chins it, and it like and it like the, it just knocks the, the the you know the dinosaur out. It sounds like, great. <laughs> and I'm like, well, <laughs> surely if that's all you got to do, then it's problem sorted. Anyway, it's a zombie, isn't it? So it comes back up when they've all gone, and then later on, it bites a few people. They come back as zombies. Blah blah blah. Uh, a number of people get killed. What's the, what's the actual zombiesaurus like? Is it like a giant? Is it doing well? No, as it's, a guy? It's, no, it's, no, it's not CGI. It's 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 an actual costume. It's like a. Oh, right, it's literally yeah. one of those costumes. Yeah, it, as, as I said, it literally looks like one of those costumes that people run the London Marathon in. Wow. Uh, you know, it's not CGI at all. Um, the only There's a tenth of the budget right there. It, well, exactly, that's <laughs> it. It's it's like the, the thing that you'd imagine would be CGI'd. The, the dinosaur isn't, but then stuff like backgrounds and sets. <laughs> oh, it's just completely bizarre. Anyway, a number of people get killed. The three survivors find a computer which says green gas missiles are going to be fired at key cities across the world in five minutes. The nerdy girl is like, don't worry, I know computers. She types a load of shit into it, and she's like, that's it, it's fine. 
But then a new timer comes up to say that it's going to detonate in like 30 seconds. <sighs> like, anyway, I, don't, I just don't understand what happens. Like, the zombie, the, the, the the dinosaur comes back they try and kill it then they get in the car and they escape the dinosaur bites the scientist so i think he's dead and then these missiles get shot all over the world and you know you see different uh, famous cities exploding and then you're like oh well, that's it that's got to be the end of the film then the tra- the, the credits start rolling it cuts to the car and there's the commandos and they've all turned to zombies but they're yeah, but they're still having a laugh, like, oh, I feel quite hungry. You know, who fancies a nibble? You know, and it's like that. And then and then it ends again. And I'm like, okay, now that's the ending. And then after the credits finish, there's another ending where there's a daytime talk show and she's interviewing some guy who's released an expose. He's released a book that exposes the mad scientist and, you know, this, this um, virus that turns people into zombies. And he's got a, like a mask on to cover his face up. And she's like, reveal your face, come reveal your face. And he's like, no, 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 no. And then he reveals his face and it's the mad scientist, but he's now a zombie and he bites her. And then that's that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wow. Yeah. I've gone into way too much detail, but it, <laughs> the thing is, is that like, I, I just couldn't believe it when I was watching it. Cause it was that bad. And just that much shit was happening at the same time. It was unbelievable. Like, as I, said, I like the tenacity that someone's gone to to actually make that. You know, they've self-funded that. They've paid to get it, but on Amazon, they've someone really believes in their artistic vision. There, I think you've oh, got to yeah. commend it for at least that. Well, there's so many like nods to famous films that are just done so poorly. There's like a bit with Jurassic Park where the dinosaur face comes out. They see the dinosaur, right? The dinosaur is in the same room as them, and the dinosaur stands down, and then they look over for some reason. Uh, a, a big pool of water that's like kind of bubbles slightly you know just like Jurassic Park but it's like mm. well and then there's another bit a bit like Kill Bill where all of the um, commandos are walking in a straight line and there's like cool music and they're in slow motion and the, the director zooms in on one of the commandos glasses for like a close-up shot but uh, you can basically see all of the crew in the reflection you see the cameraman and the guy holding the boom and everything it's hilarious um yeah so it's i i, I enjoyed it i thought it was really shit. <laughs> of course you did of course you did yeah <laughs> it, it was really really shit everybody here would probably hate it you know it'd be like bulaco part two uh or two yeah, right. as we called it um but <laughs> I thought it was great. I would happily watch it again, and I probably will. I'll probably make everybody watch this on a lads' weekend away. Uh, <laughs> Thanks to whoever I, fucking thought of that. <laughs> um, it was always going to happen. This. <laughs> I think on IMDb it got a score of two point eight out of ten. On um, Rotten Tomatoes, it's not even it's not even got a score. But there's, there's that little reviews of it that it doesn't actually get a score on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> so I might have to change that myself. Uh, I'd probably give it a three and a half out of ten, maybe maybe four. Gab, I, mean, I just listened to all. You'd give it three and a half out of ten after that. Yeah. <laughs> after that, I almost zoned <laughs> out just from the highlights. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, yeah, so you uh, thought of it for you? Who, who are you guessing? I think it was probably Dave. I think it was too easy. Like, bearing in mind we heard what Alex got nominated, right? I feel, <laughs> like, I feel like Joel or Alex would have nominated something much, much worse. We heard what Dave got nominated, and that definitely come from you, Ozzy, right? So <laughs> if it was you, it would have been a lot, lot easier. So like, the only person left, it's got to be Dave. 
Right, okay. Right, thank Joel? you very much. Um, yeah, Joel, last up. What film did right, you get? Well, I don't think mine actually rivals Brucey's, but I think it's probably the second worst. And actually, <laughs> it probably depends what you're into. Uh, so my film is called Immortal Kiss, Queen of the Night. Um, and if you Google it, it's essentially uh, Trina Parks just surrounded by black men. <laughs> uh, be- just black men, beefcakes, basically. Uh, so the plot, the basic plot of the film is, so Trina Parks is like, she's like a, a vampire or succubus or something. And she can only mate once a century, one night a century. Um, so she has these, like, I think five or six guys, like, shortlisted. And she invites them all to her, like, manor one by one. Um, they're basically all bellends, apart from one who's, like, slightly less of a bellend, so you can probably <laughs> immediately tell, like, you know, who, who wins here. But honestly, like, it, it absolutely blew my mind, just that this can be even be considered a film, because I've just told you the plot. And this so is film it basically is like, a, it's basically you're watching one woman have sex with five men. No, 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 no. So you don't actually see. Are you sure you were on the right? (laughs) (laughs) I did wonder, Ozzy, because I'll tell you what happens. So it's like one of them films where there's these five guys and they come in like one by one. So you get the first guy, he comes in, he takes all his clothes off apart from his ballies, and it's they're like really tight pants, and he's just in the hot tub or in the shower. And I timed the first shower scene, and it's longer than I actually take for a shower myself. It's just, <laughs> he's just in the shower, completely naked, rubbing himself for like six minutes, and then uh, and then he dies off screen, so that there isn't even any gore or any blood or anything. Then the next guy comes in, and it, it, he does the same thing. He just get, comes in, he like takes all his clothes off, he gets in a hot tub, he dies off screen. Then the next person comes in, and you fucking guessed it. He takes all his clothes off, gets in like some way to make himself naked so he can rub all over his body, and then he dies off screen. And it's literally just rinse and repeat for like over an hour. I think the time is, and the amount of time that it shows, like just people with no dialogue, like no dialogue whatsoever, just pure beefcake. It's, it's over thirty minutes. So, so like, this is. Like it's sexless porn, basically. That this film, like, I don't even know why it's like in the horror category. Did you still, no did you still knock one out there? Oh, like, several times. I was just, I was exhausted afterwards. But I, 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 did, I did a bit of research, and apparently it was shot in three days, which I was surprised it even took that long. To be honest, um, and like Channel Five Friday nights. To be honest, when we were younger. yeah. <laughs> Like, honestly, I think there's a trailer on YouTube, which you can Google, and there's just, like, it, it is mind-blowing. Like, one of the shots, I'll, I'll put it in our uh, in our little chat here, one of the shots is just a guy with checking, like, the previous guy's pulse, uh, but wearing ballies, of course. <laughs> And it's just like zooms in on his fucking Johnson. It's just, it, it, it's like beyond belief, really. Like, that, as I say, that this is even considered to be a film. Uh, so, like, Trina Parks, like, I don't even know what she was playing at. Not that she's, like, you know, a, a classic actress, but, like, she's literally in it for about two minutes. Um, and, and, in fact, she's, like, you know, star center of the DVD cover. Um, so, you know, I would never, ever recommend this film to anybody unless you like uh, Black Beefcake, which, you know, if you do, good luck to you. But 
you know, for the rest of us, this isn't a film that you'll get absolutely anything from whatsoever. It, like like I say, it, it's it's sexless porn. Um, so I reckon I would give it a zero out of ten, and that's like being, <laughs> being kind. Um, so in terms of who nominated it for me, as I say, I would be very surprised if it was Ozzy or Dave. So I think, it, <laughs> I think it's either Brucey or Gav. And considering Gav may be taken, I reckon it might be Brucey, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> how, how does it end anyway, Joel? How, how does it end? Yeah, yeah. What's the what's, uh, the, what's so the, the, the come up? The, like the slightly less <laughs> literally of a guy. Um, I think he was like a writer or a journalist or something. He is basically chosen to be a mate, and it, it's like seen as some type of honor. You know, she's a vampire that's shagging this black guy you don't actually get to see the sex after all of the fucking lead up to it you know it's like you know the equivalent of 50 minutes foreplay and then not getting any payoff at the end of it uh, <laughs> that, that's like that, that's the end that's the end of the film you know she just chooses him as his mate and and that's it it ends it's only like an hour and 10 minutes and as I say, over half of that is no dialogue, just shower scenes, <laughs> scenes, you know, anything that involves water. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Joel. Um, okay, so, uh, recap. Uh, Austin, you were nominated Leprechaun in the Hoods. You thought that I nominated that for you. Alex, yep. what was your film called again? Blood Orgy at Beaver Lake. Beaver <laughs> Lake, and you thought that Joel had nominated you. I know Joel. I know Joel. Steve, you were nominated House with a Clock in Its Walls, and you think that Austin nominated that to, to you. Uh, I was nominated Zombiesaurus. I thought that Dave nominated that for me. And Joel, mm. you, <laughs> you had a mortal kiss, Queen of the Night, which you thought Alex nominated for you. Okay, so everyone, Austin, everyone's got picked there, haven't they? Everybody's got picked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we know, we no one's picked them all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, Austin, uh, Leprechaun in the Hood. Uh, you thought it was me? Did they nominate that for you? No, I didn't. Uh, no, I didn't nominate that for Did you. Me. Not? All right. <laughs> no, I've I, I just watched it and like it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I was thinking actually when Joel was speaking, I feel like you will have nominated that for Joel. <laughs> so, I, so, I, I, so I, I, I don't know who would have picked it for me then. Maybe. Uh, like I, I, I didn't think it was going to be Dave again. Dave, give me last last time you see. So maybe Brucey. Let me guess, Brucey. Then. Nope, it wasn't me either. Oh, I'm afraid. Ozzy would like to step forwards. Ah, double leprechauns from Dave. Now remember, Brucey, Brucey gave you the leprechauns last week. I gave you a oh, shit, yeah, yeah. Miguel. Oh well, yeah. I just clever, thought you really liked from... leprechauns based on how strongly you spoke of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> clever, yeah. clever choice from Dave then. <laughs> so yeah. so uh, I thought another leprechaun movie. This is great. It's mostly comedy, and I know you don't particularly like horror films. So I thought, you know what, there, there might be something in this for him. Hopefully we yeah. do rom coms next, and someone can find a leprechaun. Yeah, a leprechaun. <laughs> Okay, uh, yes, well, so that means mine's definitely wrong as well. Uh, so, Alex, <laughs> Blood Orgy at Beaver Lake, you it, thought it was Joel. This will just blow my mind if it's not. Joel, <laughs> was it you? Uh, so, when I chose mine, you know, I went through a few kind of iterations of the films, and then I actually skipped through the film that I chose and I sent a little snippet of it to Winston. Uh, and it was the, click, the clip where 
the man gets his dick ripped off, but it's actually his brother. <laughs> <laughs> so you were fully correct. It was me. Just to make sure it was absolutely fucking rotten shite before it. <laughs> yeah, you, should, you should skip all the way to the end. Uh, or all the way to the end just to see the final showdown between the beat. <laughs> just do that for me, please. <laughs> Okay, next up, Dave with House with the clock and its walls. Uh, you thought it was Austin? Austin? It was me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was almost saying. It was actually, uh, I was looking just, when we said we were doing Amazon Prime, I thought we're just going to find a uh, find a film that was loosely horror-based. I was like, oh, this this looks pretty shit. But uh, but also, it's got, a cho- it's got a chance of being good. So I, I'd already chosen that way before we decided that it was going to be... Um, picking the, the absolute shittest film we could find. And then, yeah, by, by the time we were sent through that little uh, specialist tool to search only at 0% rated films, I, uh, I'd already chosen it was too late, so I just left it on, uh, on the clocks. Oh. Yeah, I was advised to pick something shitter based on everyone else's choices, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I left it. <laughs> you wouldn't advise me not to hold back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I feel like that one does stand out quite. different. When you put it alongside Blood Orgy, it'd be yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> I offered up. I offered up two films, and I was told both of them were incredibly vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe pick again but I was just too lazy to go and search yeah I actually genuinely quite enjoyed mine so this has been a great week for me <laughs> right, so, so next up is uh, me uh, with Zombiesaurus I originally picked Dave but considering that uh, Joel is the last one uh, I'm going to guess that mine was dominated to me by Alex it was it was it was you were really hard to pick for. I mean, you are. I feel, when I first got you through, it was like great. And it's like, what do you get the man that shows you poultry geist? <laughs> what do you, what do you pick for that guy? So I just had to like look through it, saw Zombie Saurus, and thought he will love this, but you know, I'll I mean, give it to him anyway. Well done, man, because I did genuinely have a good time. I, I, I laughed yeah. more times watching this than I have done. At like uh, most uh, comedies that I've seen in the cinema <laughs> in recent years, honestly, You're I would welcome. highly recommend it, but probably not for the reasons that the producers wanted it to be recommended. It. <laughs> uh, okay, so last but not least, Joel with Immortal Kiss, Queen of the Night. You said it was Alex. Uh, you know that's not true now. So do you want to? Well, I, knew it was, I knew it was either you or Alex. I just went for Alex in the end because Ozzy was so certain it was you, but I knew it was one of you two because you, you two, you know, just haven't got moral standards. <laughs> even you wouldn't enjoy this film do you know what i mean i feel like it's just like that bottom of the barrel like <laughs> I, I i did see that i just saw the post and i was like like because what, what i did last week when when i nominated alex's one is i had about a choice of seven and I watched little bits of some of them. I watched the trailers for others just so I could get a good understanding of what the film would be like before I gave it to him. I did start doing the same for you. You know, like there was about three or four. Uh, you know, I wanted it to be really shit, so I started watching bits of them <laughs> and I just saw the posts of that. And I was like, I don't need to watch any of this. <laughs> 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 this is the one. This is it. Uh, 
Right, okay. Well, uh, yeah, uh, congratulations uh, to everyone who got theirs right. Did anybody get theirs right? Oh, uh, Dave, Dave was yeah, yeah. one, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big, oh, Alex. big time. <laughs> 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 right, well, okay, thank you for everybody for listening. Don't forget to check out our regular show, Films on Trial, on any podcasting platform. And like, share, and subscribe to all of our social media, at Film Trials on Twitter and Films on Trial on Instagram. Facebook and YouTube and we will be in your ears next week with some regular contact Pro- probably did I say contact and then contact contact no we're going to be social distancing not regular contact for anyone <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, goodbye